Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, today's episode, we are going to be focusing on all things weight loss. I want to first discuss why various weight loss techniques don't work. (laughs) And then I really want to hone in on a few mechanistic reasons why losing weight is so challenging. We, of course, we're going to be finishing by incorporating what you can do today to make your weight loss journey just a little bit easier, just a little bit more successful for the long term. So I want to start with, um, you know, the story for years. It's been this whole calories in and calories out equation. It has been simplified even to the point of a single sentence, which logically, right, you would think that it's one sentence. So naturally, losing weight should be super easy, right? You just eat fewer calories and then you proportionally lose weight, right? You, If you eat even fewer calories, then proportionally you lose that much more weight. But time and time again, we know that this is just simply not true. And it can be very much a source of resentment and frustration, right? This theory can lead to steep calorie deficits where you're always searching for that magic number when you start losing those pounds consistently. But when this doesn't happen, right? Inevitably, doesn't happen. The next scapegoat seems to be a deficient thyroid or it's adrenal fatigue. You could easily paint this very victim-oriented reality where you are the result of something outside of your control and that is the reason why you can't lose weight. It can lead some people on this tangent of giving up, whereas others it can lead to a tangent of resentment of their body or others it won't impact their journey at all. But there can be this very easy scapegoat type mentality. Then out comes all of these million different types of diets, right? Most of which you've tried (laughs) and most of which focus on foods that quite honestly are supposed to be good for your body. Like I don't think there's one diet out there that actually encourages you to eat something that biologically does not work for your body. These diets are usually at least a little bit based on research and they're beneficial for your body in multiple ways. When you think about it, I mean, Mediterranean, paleo, Whole30, Atkins, keto, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, carnivore, blood type, like whatever the current claim, many of these ways of eating, they're meant to be a lifestyle change. They're meant to be very good for your body. They're rooted in science and they're supposed to be beneficial. They're not supposed to be a temporary diet, but these are hard to stick with 
because inevitably there's this significant food restriction within most of them, or at least there's light or there's a burden where it's really difficult to integrate your lifestyle into you eating within this different food plan. Maybe for some of you, they've worked wonders, right? I mean, Mediterranean diet, and I personally love the idea of the Mediterranean diet and the whole food or the whole 30 diet, intermittent fasting. And I love that nearly 100% of these diets, they recognize the importance of eating whole foods, fewer processed foods. But with each of these diets, I think the sticky point remains this culture of good food and bad food. And within these different diets, we still remain in that realm of the one sentence weight loss plan, which is calories in equals calories out. The difference, though, in each of these different food plans is really just isolated to the food choices that you're allowed within this different idea. But ultimately, the formula remains the same. Calories in, calories out. No matter what diet you've tried, that remains the baseline. But unfortunately, what all diets and what all weight loss plans have missed is this one key ingredient. You're going to say, duh, when I say it. But ultimately, the key ingredient that's missing out of all these diets is that you are genetically and systemically different than any other human on the planet. You are one of a kind, unique. And many of these, these different diets, they just simply do not accommodate for your variability within this equation because your body it reacts very uniquely to foods that you eat. And your body reacts differently than other bodies when it's response to when you eat, with its response to when you eat, right? So like not only what you eat, but when you eat. And then you're even going to react differently based on what foods you pair together in the same meal. And then aside from food reactions, then your body even has a unique approach to storing energy and how well you release energy, the cascade of hormones that you have that happens, your inflammatory response, your neurotransmitter and your neuromodulators. And how well the, those are working, and so much more that is unique to your own system. You have a unique body, and you will only understand it if you take the time to listen to it. But from all these different diet temps, from all these different food plans, you have instead been taught to ignore your body. You have been taught to feed it based on a predetermined list of good foods versus bad foods, right? Because we all know those lists exist. And then you have decided that you're going to eat within a certain calorie range based on your height. You have been taught to push aside your cravings and to instead replace it with something that's on the good food list, like a carrot, something that, you know, is, is not going to encourage you to accumulate fat stores. You've been taught that you need to look a certain way and that if you don't, there's something inherently wrong with you. You've been taught and then retaught so many, many of these different methods 
for eating and for lifestyle change that I don't even know that many of you know what is truth anymore or what is just total myth that we just believe is fact. How many of you are here? How many of you have fallen for this trap where you're not allowed to listen to your body? You're not allowed to do what you know to be best, that you have to stick within this certain protocol. So I want to break down very simply for you right now the core reasons why your body may be struggling with releasing your excess energy stores. So that's mechanistically what's happening, right? You have fat stores. Your body has calories at the ready waiting for you. And sometimes it's just really hard for your body to break down those fat stores and use that energy. And there's four things that I want to talk about that may be the reasons why it's been hard for you to lose weight. You might be stuck in a state of chronic inflammation that's been induced by maybe a sensitivity or whatever the thing to a particular food or chemical that you are daily exposing your system to. This can be a very wide range of different foods and chemicals. I mean, anything from bananas to MSG, right? We always have the good food, bad food type mentality, but I've had some people do fine with MSG, but react to apples. You never know what your system is going to react to or how it reacts. But ultimately, your system might be chronically inflamed because you're constantly introducing it to something that it just really doesn't like. Another thing that might be going on is that you may have hormone or neurotransmitter dysregulation induced by a mind that has never been intentionally managed. If you are allowing your mind to not be parented, then it's going to be like this wild toddler running around that is much more destructive than structural and beneficial in your life. Your brain, if left unchecked, can think up thoughts that aren't even true and think them up to the point where you actually believe them as reality. And what this can do is lead to different hormone cascades and different different neuromodulator release that might not be serving you very well. And it might be kind of actually playing into that chronic inflammation that you already have from a food that you might be exposing your system to. Reason number three why it might be hard for you to lose weight is that you may be unable to live with the emotional experience of being a human. And you may use food as your drug of choice to make life a little bit easier. So what I mean by this, I want to expand on this a little bit. So the emotional experience of being a human simply means that you are feeling your feelings without avoiding, resisting, or indulging in them. You are an emotional adult when you feel your feelings and just allow them to be present in your life. But so often we get in these habits of avoiding the experience of being a human. 
which means you avoid maybe some of the uncomfortable emotions that pop up during the day. And what we do to avoid those emotions is that food can kind of act as a buffer. It can make life a little bit easier to get through. For some people, it's food. For some people, it's alcohol. For some people, it's other types of like candies or um, soda, whatever the thing. Some people, and this might be one of your reasons why it's hard for you to lose weight because you're not embracing in its entirety the experience of being human. Another reason why it might be hard for you to lose weight is that you may have genetic variations leading you to either store calories easier or release them with more difficulty. There's, there's these pathways, these biochemical pathways within your body that may have a little bit of bottlenecks going on. And it mean, there's nothing wrong with you. It just, you might need to strategically plan how to help your system so that it has the appropriate workarounds. It's like a detour. If the construction workers don't adequately plan a detour, there's going to be traffic. There's going to be backlogs. There's going to be some angry people, right? So what I'm saying is that maybe we need to take the time to figure out how you can help your body to establish those detour routes so that you don't have a bottleneck that's not allowing you to release these energy stores. And that could be something as simple as vitamin C, right? If you don't have the appropriate stores of vitamin C, well, you're not going to be able to process kind of the toxin burden that happens when one of these fat cells breaks open. There's, there's a lot of strain on your system as you lose weight. So if you're not kind of helping your system on the back end with those nutrient depletions, it's going to lead to inflammation, which means your body's going to stop its ability to lose weight. And we don't want that to happen. So we really need to kind of come alongside your body to know where your system is struggling and then kind of support it along the way. You may be accidentally promoting inflammation from a good food that you're eating every single day, be sabotaging yourself with the thoughts that you're thinking, and then be promoting further inflammation from the types of exercise that you're including. You could be actually creating the ultimate roller coaster of despair and weight loss destruction, all while innocently following cultures, diet cultures, diet advice to a T. So weight loss, it is truly an art that's built upon understanding how your body works, coupled with a willingness to manage your mind. There is no magic pill or secret diet, but I know that you already know this. But I do promise that the ingredients are simple and when mixed together properly will result in effortless weight loss. I've seen this time and time again. And I encourage you to listen and implement the tools that I went over in episodes one and two so that you can begin to calm your chronic inflammation from both pillars, not only from the physical side, but also from the emotional side. Episode three is going to help to guide you towards step one in managing your mind. And then each future episode that 
we go over, it's going to continue to expand on all of these areas so that you're going to have the tools to understand your body, to calm your inflammation, and finally to lose your weight effortlessly. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. And there we're going to dive into what foods may be causing your daily headaches. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, if you're in the market for some personalized attention, I want to encourage you to head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free introductory consult. For those of you who are loving this information, please go ahead and leave me a review so that others can have easier access to this information. Or leave me a comment or a question that you have about one of these episodes or even an idea for a future episode. As always, thank you so much for your interest in reducing your inflammation and I'll talk to you soon.